Hello again, and welcome back to the Micro Advice Podcast, installation number three. Today, we're here with Ankush Karana, a VP of Customer Success and Solution Architecture at Fugue, a cloud infrastructure security company based in Frederick, Maryland. Ankush, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Ankush, uh, you, you've spent about 18 years leading customer success and professional services teams for a variety of small to mid-sized SaaS-based product companies. And I'm sure in this amount of time, you've seen a lot of change over the years. Yeah, uh, the whole industry has matured. And, and you know, it's, I've, I've been in the technology space, right? So uh, I, I have a saying, technology changes overnight. And these days, it's actually literally happening, right? You wake up and everything has completely changed. And in that sense, customer success and professional services have gone through a full transformation as well. Yeah, that takes me to the first question I'd like to talk with you about today is, I've seen these two used interchangeably over my career and, and speaking with other professionals in the space. So can you just help us clarify what is the difference between customer success and professional services and is one a function of another? Customer success, believe it or not, has been there for a long time, right? Uh, in different shapes and forms especially when you're talking about SaaS-based companies these days or, or more cloud-dominant industry, we have historically had customer success managers, right, or account managers who would come in after the fact or after the sales is done, right, and they would take care of the overall relationship. In the past, uh, especially 10 to 15 years, uh, customer success as an organization has started evolving and it's become the main core of any business, especially, like I said, about SaaS-based companies. The difference between uh, customer success and professional services is that customer success is more strategic for uh, any product or a customer, right? Whether it's a product-based company or just services. Professional services is more of a a tactical arm geared towards a project or services delivery, right? It's very goal-oriented. There's a scope, there's a time frame. You deliver that. And there is always a revenue aspect tied to any services when it comes to professional services. With customer success, it's because it's more strategic and long-term geared towards success of the overall customer, right? There's no t- real overhead of tying down to a revenue number. So there, there's a big difference between that. So like I said, PS is very profit-oriented, but customer success is more long-term business success. Interesting. And you know, I, I know I've, I've worked with... A- variety of different companies myself in this space and I've explained it, you know, where customer success kind of owns the duration of the relationship. The PS team comes in, does their thing. Like you just said, it's time boxed. There's a particular revenue, you know, milestones, et cetera, then they leave. Thank you for that clarification. So given that, in your opinion, what are some of the activities or behaviors of each of these groups that make them work together well? Yeah. So, It's important to keep in mind that whether it's customer success or professional services, they are both customer focused, right? Uh, They're both aligned and they're very intertwined with each other. Uh, PS overall fits into the long-term goals of customer success, right? Customer success will discover opportunities or expansion opportunities. Uh, They will discover services that can help grow the the relationship and make it successful, right? And, And... They'll help identify the the needs of a customer, and that's where professional service will come in, do the scoping of the work, and actually deliver, and then customer uh, service will ensure the success beyond the deliverable, right? So in that sense, they're both really important, and they work well together. Uh, It's just the scope is slightly different. That's about it. 
especially Jim, in your uh, change management field, right? Uh, both of them are key metrics, uh, are key organization. Professional service will, will deliver the project management scope, for example, or some activity of it, but then customer success is aligned for the long-term success beyond just the scope of that change management, right? Because there are always opportunities for enhancement. Mm -hmm. that, excellent. No, that's, that's a fantastic example. So given that that is what works well among the teams or between the teams, what are some areas where you've seen over your career uh, that the kind of that symbiotic relationship didn't quite achieve management's expectations of how they should be working together? Yeah, uh, taking a step back. So if you think about it, uh, professional services goal is focused towards delivering the service or the scope, right? They're always changing scope. Where do you actually define the line where professional services will come and say, wait, hold on, that's out of scope. There's additional money needed. Business and customer success will come in and say, wait, hold on, it might be out of scope, but this is really key and the customer may or may not have the money or revenue for it, right? There might not be budget. How effectively that gets delivered to the customer is it's important. And that's where customer success will step in and, and define whether something is important to be included in the scope uh, without need for a revenue number assigned to it or budget assigned to it, right? And get it delivered. Now, when it comes to management, the management is a little bit more aligned with customer success, unfortunately, because for them, it's important to make sure customers happy and referenceable. At the same time, the revenue is also important. Uh, the bottom line is important to any business, right? So that's where what the management bond overall versus the individual functions of each unit tend to differ in some ways. And, and that's where challenges do come up at times. Interesting. Uh, and I would imagine uh, that, you know, as the company grow and scale, you know, from various, you know, series of funding and number of employees, getting these two teams to work together, you know, explicitly really helps add value to that customer journey. Um, and obviously, you know, the intended renewal or expansion or, you know, prevention of churn, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Uh, so turning to the, the customer journey a little bit, um, where do you see these two teams sort of building the model together to make sure that the customer is, is still front and center, no matter what? Because what I suspect is if you have two separate teams, both are customer facing, one could sometimes perceive the other as doing a job that is really intended to be a part of the other team. So, you know, wh yeah. what's your kind of experience with the model that provides the best customer experience? So, so uh, I'm glad you mentioned customer journey, right? That's that's the next thing that's coming up in in this in this arena. It's really important to understand the entire journey a customer has to take with any any product, right? Uh, historically, customer journey has always been focused on the post sales process. Pre sales is equally as important because the journey starts from the very first touch that you make as a company to put a customer or the customer comes to you making the first touch, right? the marketing aspect of it, the outreaches, the inbound, outbound activities, the sales experience overall, professional services, uh, procurement process comes in between. And then once the deal closes, right, or just before the deal closes, professional services comes into play and start to sco start scoping out anything that's needed to implement the product, right? And then post-sales, pro professional services and customer success take over. That doesn't mean that sales will disconnect, right? Because Customer success will always help identify revenue uh, opportunities, and that's where you have to resell and sales come into play. Now, 
where the market has come up or how the customer success organization has evolved to is it's everyone is now acknowledging and understanding that customer success is kind of the centerpiece of all different organizations when it comes to any company, right? So if you imagine a wheel or with various spokes being different organizations within a business, sales, professional services, custom, uh, marketing, administrative functions, HR functions, uh, executives, customer success is right at the center of it because customer success will work with marketing for any activities or, or needs of marketing from using customers, case studies or quotes or media interviews, white papers. That's where you you work with marketing as when it comes to customer success. Sales, customer success will always get engaged with our sales, right? They're always very tightly uh, coupled with sales because the day a deal closes, that's when the renewed opportunity starts and that is owned by customer success. But the expansion opportunity, that's where you get sales involved, right? Professional services, make sure implementation is happening. If there are uh, more projects that can be scoped out or delivered by professional services to make a customer successful, customer success gets involved, right? Support owned by customer success. So everything uh, product, again, customer success talks to customers and, and make sure that any requirements get added into the product if they're missing features, making sure the roadmap is aligned to customers. So in that sense, customer success is really key. And professional services is kind of the right arm of customer success. They will make sure that the customer is getting the value needed by delivering aspects of the project or the product. I do sense that, you know, in some companies, particularly smaller ones, mm -hmm. uh, you face or they, they would face this situation where you have, you know, sales and marketing on one side, product and engineering on another side. And then there's this group of customer people in the middle that are out delivering and trying to upsell and resell and cross sell. And, you know, simultaneously be that glue or, or operational aspect between the product engine. Um, and and it, it's helpful to really hear somebody explain it. You know, so particularly, what is that handoff between one group to the next group to the next group with the intent that some of the smaller businesses out there developing this now have a little bit of a framework that they can they can focus on. Um Ankush, I know we're almost out of time, but I have one last question for you. There are a lot of customer success tools out there. There are some best-in-class tools, and you know, even if you just do a search for uh, CS tools, mm -hmm. a laundry list comes up. I mean, something, I mean, 30, 40, 50 tools. <laughs> what, in your opinion, is the most crucial if you choose to adopt one of these CS platforms and tools is is that a surefire way of kind of nailing your customer success metrics or are there other things that you'd recommend considering kind of you know overlaying with that platform or tool so tools are like any business right they're they're really important to making sure that you get your business needs accomplished right whatever the problem is that you're trying to solve that's where the tool comes into play uh, you find tools everywhere right uh but the key thing to keep in mind is unless you really need a tool, forcing a tool for whether it's customer success or anything else, so like for even for a PS organization, a PSA tool, if you try to force a tool when there is no need for it, you will actually end up comp complicating your life and making it more difficult than need be, right? It's almost impossible to find a tool that will out of the box solve your every need. It might solve something right now, but a week from now, your requirements will change 
And that too will actually not be a surefire solution down the line, right? What you should be looking for is before you start the journey of discovering a tool is making sure that you understand what the business need is at the end of the day, right? Because is it just to solve or figure out where the customer is in, in their adoption journey or whether it's more to understand and build on top of a, a creative framework down the line, right? Uh, the skill sets needed. It's important to know what skills are needed to administer or use the tool because not everyone will actually be able to use the same tool again and again in the most successful fashion. There are skill sets needed. Most importantly, define the KPIs or key performance indicators and the metrics you would need out of a tool. Every tool will have a different reporting solution. We'll, we'll collect different metrics. You have to define what the key metrics are, right? The, uh, the, the tools will help you identify some of them, but you as a business need to understand what is the important metrics that you need versus what you need to report for the executive uh, reporting functions or even to your board of directors if need be. Uh, and then you start your journey of discovering a tool and keep in mind, a tool needs to be configurable easily. You don't want a long dependency of implementation because by the time you implement that tool, chances are your customer success and the customer journey may have evolved and matured to beyond what the original scope was. You're, you're spot on, Ankush, and I feel like you know, where I've seen some tools be used great, you know, and, and some not so great is when you adopt one, adopt a tool X for whatever purpose, uh, a few people were trained on it, but then as the organization grows and scales, the needs of the tool change, the people uh, skill, you know, skill set change and the functionality needs to change. So I, I feel like you ended with a, a very powerful note of, the, the two need to work together, the organization and the tool helping the organization you know, grow and change. Keep in mind that the tool that you're buying should also have a customer success function to make sure that they are assisting you through your journey of implementing and using the tool, right? So it's not right. just on your side, but now there's some another team sitting on, on the other side of the table making sure you are successful. <laughs> hey, thanks again so much for being here today, Ankush. I really, really appreciate your time. Uh, if you all have any questions, I'll put our contact information in the box below. Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next week. Have a good week. Bye-bye.